Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know, in today's era, you thank yourself that you've found this program, conservative, not bitter. I tell you what, it is a remarkable time and place that we live. The anger, the rage, the double standard, the hypocrisy, the stupidity. Oh, we're just getting... Well, scratching the surface and getting started with all the nonsense that we're subjected to each and every day. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. You can email me thoughts, questions, feedback, opinions, uh, adoration, praise, kidding, not kidding, and that can all go to Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Let me say that slower, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. And uh, you can also connect with this community.ToddHuffShow.com. That's our online um, proprietary, I guess you would say, um, social media community. Don't have to worry about being censored on there. Just, I mean, keep it clean and that sort of thing. But ideas will not be censored there as they are elsewhere. By the way, speaking of that, did you see Jack Dorsey stepping down as Twitter's CEO? They've got a new CEO uh, that they're going to be instating who has uh, tweeted things in the past that, well, I minimally call into question, and I, I would say stronger language than that, but at minimum calls into question his belief in free speech, which of course we know this is not what social media is designed for um, with today's makeup of these liberal lunatics who are running the show at these places. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Biden. I want to talk about uh, this latest variant of COVID, which, by the way, we didn't mention. You know, yesterday was my first day back after being gone all last week. And I didn't say this, but a special thank you to my friend Chris Dunham. Doesn't Chris do a wonderful, wonderful job? Highly, highly intelligent, very thoughtful. Um, more than happy to turn the microphone over to Chris. And I'll say this, too. Um Krish is uh, was was born in India. Krish is a Amer- an American citizen now, living in Texas in the Dallas area. But it's if you're wanting to find information, I know over the radio it's hard. It's Krish, K R I S H, Krish Dunham. I know if he just says it, it might sound like he's saying Chris Dunham, but it's Krish, K R I S H Dunham D H. A-N-A-M, Chris Dunham. But anyway, appreciate him filling in uh, last week. And um, But we, we had a lot to get to, and there's so many things that have happened since I was out that we still haven't commented on or talked about. Some of those we probably aren't going to be able to get to just because of the way, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's like a merry-go-round, right? I mean, we, we're spinning around at full speed with news stories and all sorts of things that they're trying to, uh, to pass and to get done and to do and implement and, you know, 
further their leftist agenda, lie to the American people, destroy the reputation of Kyle Rittenhouse. It's hard to keep up. It's not hard to keep up if you're here every day, but if you get behind that merry-go-round spinning. So, but there's one thing I want to mention, and that is the name of this variant, which is Omicron, right? O-M-I-C-R-O-N, right, Oz? Oz is nodding in agreement. I don't have that in front of me, but that's the variant. And so it's still COVID-19. Now, I, do we know how many? I think I saw this somewhere. There's been, are there 12 variants? There's something around that many variants. Maybe Oz can look that up for me here as I'm talking. But there's been multiple variants. It's not just the original and Delta and Omicron, which Biden calls Omnicron, so we may call it Omnicron on here as well. Um, but they skipped. They skipped two. So this is done. Uh, the names of the of the Greek alphabet. So you go through the uh, the alphabet, and that's the next variant. Which look, I don't know. There's so many mutations and so forth. I don't know when. There's enough mutation for something to become a new variant. Um, I heard Dr. Fauci, for whatever this is worth, whatever you think this is worth, he made some comment about there being enough constellations in the variants and the uh, mutations for this to be designated a new, whatever, a new uh, variant of COVID-19. But we skipped. They skipped two of these. They skipped new, N-U, and they skipped G. XI, which is fantastic. I mean, it's just fantastic in the sense of it identifies just how scared and how intimidated these folks are of of China. Now, they skipped new, apparently. I read a little bit about this. What I, what I read was that they were afraid that that would confuse people because it's not a new virus, it's just the new variant. But in a sense, isn't it? It's, I know it's not a new virus, but to say it's a new variant, it, they're all new variants. Anyway, they thought that was confusing. So they also skipped Xi, which of course is the name of Xi Jinping, the dictator, the communist in China leading the show there, which of course is where this first uh, COVID originated. From everything that, everything that we've seen thus far, it originated in China, particularly, uh, specifically in Wuhan. And of course, they're originally, you couldn't ask any questions. You couldn't suggest, or you couldn't even ask the question if the coronavirus could have been linked to the, uh, the lab, the research lab in Wuhan, even though if you mapped it out and if you found the first person with the coronavirus, it was basically the next door neighbor of this lab and you couldn't ask whether or not that was released from the lab because that was not that was not permitted by the media. In fact, you were called a kook or a I don't know a someone who's chasing conspiracy theories or someone who's engaged in fake news or whatever, even by asking questions. One of the problems, major problems, by the way, that we have in this nation. You're not even allowed to ask questions to make observations, things that should be very common sense based, especially now that we know. Uh, some research was being conducted there on gain of function on certain viruses, which simply, well, how about the um, the common man's explanation or definition of this would be 
uh, studying and doing research on a virus so as to make it more easily transmissible and for it to be uh, to, to see if it can mutate or change or be trans, uh, transmitted between animals and people. Um, gain of function. Research was done there on, I mean, very similar viruses. I'm not saying this was the one, but the point is they're messing around with these sorts of things. It seems completely logical to at least ask the question, did this, it doesn't even mean it's intentional, folks. It doesn't mean necessarily that they took the virus and just dumped it on somebody. Maybe someone didn't get decontaminated and got it outside of outside of the lab. That was always the, the point and the question. Of course, people can draw conclusions or make follow-up questions from that. Some people make bold claims based simply upon that. But just to say and ask that question, it was considered to be, you know, out of line, fake news and dangerous and all this sort of stuff. Of course, Trump back then was calling it the China virus. And so that's that was the climate back then. Of course, it, and, and it's amazing. In one sense, you know, the election was just a little over a year ago. In one sense, that seems like five years ago. In another sense, it seems like it was three or four months ago. It's it's really bizarre time sometimes the way that uh, the way that it it strikes me differently depending upon what particular element of uh, of something I'm discussing. But COVID has seemed like coronavirus has dragged on for so long. Anytime you talk about that, that's what it makes you lose. I do anyway. I, I lose sometimes a sense of where I'm looking at on the timeline, but. The point is they skipped the G, uh, the G variant of the virus, which to me one could say that's because that's because the original was the G virus. If you wanted to get cutesy and make a point like that, but anyway, so all this stuff is going on. We've got you know the the new variant, Omicron, out of excuse me, Omicron as Biden says, coming out of South Africa. As soon as that was released, as soon as that was uh, announced by doctors in South Africa, Biden jumps in and puts a puts the kibosh on any travel from South Africa and a couple of other countries down, you know, in, in that particular region where they're afraid that that has spread and they don't want it to come to the United States. I saw this. We were still in Disney. I, I got a New York Times email, breaking news, and the first. Basically, the instant I saw it, I, I kind of, well, don't misunderstand. I chuckled, not because I'm taking pleasure in some other variant. Do not misunderstand me. I chuckled because of the hypocrisy, of the double standard, because I was reminded, as you know, that Biden criticized Trump for shutting down travel to China over the original China virus. In fact, Biden was calling Trump xenophobic. So it's with that in mind that I am going to now refer to our current president of the United States as the nation's first self-identified xenophobic president. Because if he does, if Trump does an action that deems that he is defined as xenophobic by the current commander in chief, I don't even like to utter those words, President Joe Biden. But if Trump does something that that causes Joe Biden to say he's xenophobic and then biden does literally the same exact thing quite literally the same exact thing then to me 
for anyone who is looking at this objectively, we would say Biden, by his own definitions, is now admitting that he is himself xenophobic. So the first self-identified xenophobic American President Joseph Biden has shut down travel to South Africa. But if you go through through some of Biden's tweets, you know, and this is another point that's illustrative, I think. When you're not in power, right, Biden wasn't in power, the Democrats uh, weren't in power, at least didn't have the White House and the Senate uh, back this time last year. So it was easy to just blame the whoever's in power for everything. That's the way that it works. And, and to a certain degree, uh, Republicans do this too. Now, some things are absolutely the fault of the people in power. And I would argue that the malaise, yes, to bring back a term from the late 1970s with Jimmy Carter, the malaise that we have in this economy, stagflation, inflation, um, you know, just bad economic indicators, um, labor shortage, high gas prices, all this stuff, right? All this stuff has been caused by actions taken by the administration. This has an impact on businesses, right? The way that they look at things, the way investors look at things. People think suddenly, do I want to take this risk if I'm going to um, have to pay heavier taxes, maybe face some other sort of regulation that I don't, that I, that might offset my willingness to take a risk. Right? All these things run through people's mind. They act like, well, the president doesn't control gas prices. That's true. But the president's actions or inactions or behavior or the way that he talks about the economy, the way that he talks about business, the way that he, <laughs> either is in favor of, in defense of free market capitalism or against it, as this president is, the way that those things uh, manifest themselves in the economy is negative emotions, right? I mean, there's no, there's no question about this, right? It's, it's, I, you can think of your, I, I was going to throw in my own analogy, but for the time sake of time, you can insert any number of things. If, if there's a lot of condition, if you get a new boss at work, and he, he's firing people left and right, and you have a meeting, he's like, I need to see you in my office at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. I mean, it's going to set a, a certain mindset in your, you know, for you're going to be a little probably defensive, concerned, worried. What's, what's he calling me in there for? Has my production been up to expectations, right? I mean, there's all sorts of consequences that... <laughs> The behavior, uh, the behavior of leadership can can cause, and so these things are directly the result of many of them, not all of them. I mean, it's not the fault. It isn't. I'm, I'm consistent on this. It's not the president's fault that coronavirus is still running around out there. It's not President Biden's fault if if Omicron or whatever it's called gets here. Of course, it probably already is here. It's not his fault. By the way, you may have seen the doctor, uh, the first doctor who I think was had identified this and was speaking about it, said that this is so far, and of course it's early, but he's saying it's it's mild. It's a mild disease. It's a, it's actually it seems to be good news, even though people people I, I'm not saying that definitively. We don't necessarily know, but it appears from first glance that these mutations are at least 
better in the sense of being more mild, less severe in the people that are having this particular variant. So anyway, that is not Biden's fault. If it gets here, it's not his fault. But remember, he acted like it was something that when he was not president, when Trump was president, he acted as though everything that happened with coronavirus was President Trump's fault. Now they don't want any fault. In fact, if you listen to his stupid speech today, you might have heard him say multiple times how things were so much better than they were a year ago. That's the message they want people to have in their minds. It's so much better. Yeah, we got this new variant, but it's better because I'm here and we're building back better. And the virus apparently knows that there's a Democrat in the White House, and so it's going to stop spreading itself as rapidly, or it's going to mutate to where it's less dangerous for people. I mean, that's almost that's almost the message here. It's not, but in a sense, that's kind of what I get from this, is this everything's suddenly better. Everything's suddenly better because the Democrats are in charge. But that's not true. But to, to blame Trump for the original coronavirus – for those that did that, for those who blamed the X however many tens or hundreds of thousands of deaths on Trump specifically, they better get their calculators out and add, which I don't agree with this, by the way, add the ones that happened on Biden's watch. But that's not how this works. People are so highly politicized, and they see things only through a political lens. But I'll go on the record here. This is not the fault of Joseph Biden. This is a Virus. This is a tiny microscopic virus that there's no way, there is literally no way to stop it from spreading. Now, if the, if the vaccine actually literally stopped people from being able to get and transmit it, different story. Or if this thing, herd immunity is reached and there's not mutations uh, where people can get it a second time, different story. But look, that's not... That's not where the bar was set when Trump was president. Trump was responsible every time there was an outbreak somewhere, even if it was in Cuomo state, even if it was directly the result of a decision made by Cuomo where he was, I mean, what he did with older people in nursing homes is atrocious. Trump's still the one who's carrying more of the blame in the eyes of the Democrats and the mainstream media than than, uh, Governor Cuomo was, which by the way, you saw Chris Cuomo now it appears was trying to get information on the accusers of his brother, CNN, uh, CNN anchor, whatever host, tough guy Chris Cuomo. So we get that story out there that I'm not even going to get a comment on as well because there's so much to go through. But this is not this particular thing is not Biden's fault. I'm going to be consistent here. But he acted as though when he was president, this was all going to go away. And he also back in July, remember, he declared independence from the virus. The left wants to do this stupid stuff. Oh, it's the 4th of July. Let's let's talk about the independence from the virus. On Labor Day, let's talk about all the labor it took to defeat the virus so that we could declare independence on Independence Day. Thanksgiving's here. Let's be thankful that Joe Biden became president so that we could declare independence from the virus on July 4th. I mean, it's just so ridiculous and absurd to me. And it should be to anyone paying any any attention whatsoever as well but <sighs> plenty more to say about this i want to play a little bit of, of biden's stupid speech here um and just his desire to tell people really that was my takeaway 
I want people to know that it's better now than it was last year. Don't be afraid. And if you behave, if you wear your, well, if you wear your masks and if you get vaccinated, we won't talk shutdown. But if you don't, that's on the table, maybe in the next phase. That's one of the things that I want to talk about as well. And I want you to start thinking about this during the break. What are you going to do? Because I know what I'm going to do. I'm not participating. I am not, I want to go on the record. I'm not participating in another shutdown. This is absurd. This is dangerous. This is damaging. This fundamentally changes our economy and our country. And we have, we have suffered way too much, way too much. We are still digging out of the mess that's been caused by these stupid, and look, I understand the original desire to have a shutdown. I do. I really understand the thinking, but not months of it. And certainly not to repeat it today because we should have learned valuable lessons. I'll get into that after the break. Quick time out, my friends. Sit tight. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. my friends. By the way, this program brought to you in part by iCellHealth. iCellHealth.com. That's my friend Eric Wilson. He's um, the owner of iCellHealth, and he's been providing individual health, group health, and Medicare uh, policies, and he specializes in those areas. And he's been doing this since, I think, 2004. Doing this for a while. Eric's been a guest on, heck, I think Fox News and different places as well. Very knowledgeable, can service folks all around the country. Not every state. I know we have listeners in just about every, I think every state, to be honest. But um, check him out if you're in the market. And this is the time of year, right? This is the time of year where it might be advantageous or necessary to review your insurance policy. So, again, if you need individual health plan, if you're at a company, if you're the owner, HR person, whatever, and you're looking at group, uh, group health plans or if you're a more seasoned citizen and looking to have a Medicare uh, plan and some options there, reach out and contact Eric. You can visit him online, iCellHealth.com. And actually, I'll give you a, a phone number as well, 815 372 1363 815 372 1363 Eric Wilson at iCellHealth.com. So let's get back. Let's start. I'm going to start with what I've already I jumped the gun a little bit with because I was got fired up there a little bit last segment about um this this talk of another potential shutdown. So if you listen to Biden's comments, he he said he wants people to wear masks indoors again. But really what they want is for people to be vaccinated and not just the initial one or two shots, depending upon which version of the uh, vaccine you received, but also to get booster shots. Now, folks, I'm not I have, I feel like I am the most consistent voice on this. I am not suggesting that, nor am I telling you not to do that. I think you should look into it. I think you should, um, you know, talk with, obviously talk with your doctor, 
about this. Um, understand that there have been people, there have been people who have had side effects and um, even much worse uh, with the vaccine, but that doesn't mean that there's too many. Just, just, just review it for yourself, right? That's, I, I just, I think of you and I think of Americans in general as, as grownups. Now, do we have idiots sometimes? Absolutely. Um, in fact, we saw those folks commenting on the Kyle Rittenhouse case with um, no regard for anything whatsoever besides, well, slandering Kyle Rittenhouse, demonizing guns and all sorts of things. But I um, also see them burning cities down during riots. But, folks, that's we're still talking about a noisy small percentage, right? I mean, people. We're responsible for ourselves, right? We're responsible for ourselves. So so Biden said this is what he wants. In fact, he touted that by Christmas, 71% of Americans are going to be vaccinated. But now it's not good enough just to be vaccinated. You have to have the booster shot. It, for those who are vaccinated, I mean, just where does this end for you? Like some, I know some folks were all on board with the vaccine. I got no problem with that. Some people did it because they thought, you know what, I'm going to do this because I'm leaning that way. I don't really feel too strongly one way or the other, but they're telling me to get it. I'll get it. Some folks are thinking, heck no, this seems ridiculous. I mean, I've had COVID or whatever, right? There's different people in different circumstances. Some people have, um, you know, comorbidities or other health conditions that they're concerned about. You know, someone might have asthma or they might be diabetic and their circumstance, they might be older, different factors for every person. We're individuals. Shockingly, right? Another point to free market capitalism versus groupthink, one size fits all approach that comes from the federal government. But, Bi- but Biden wants you all, all of us, me, you, anyone listening to my voice, anyone not listening to my voice, although they should be, they want all of us to be vaccinated, no questions asked. And this apparently is going to make the virus just stop which doesn't make any sense because people who are vaccinated are still getting the virus. But this is still branded as a virus that's being spread amongst people who are not vaccinated. Anyway, near the end of this press conference where Biden uh, Biden was calling this the Omicron virus or variant, um, he was asked by one of the reporters, I don't know which one, I I listened to this whole thing, and I don't have this jotted down. But he was asked whether or not, whether or not there would be a, uh, if lockdowns were off the table. So you're going to hear, it's kind of hard to hear the voice of the the reporter here, but you're going to hear some mumbling. She asked, so are lockdowns off the table? And you'll hear Biden's response to this. This is just about 10 seconds. Here you go. Second part of the question. Are lockdowns off Yes, for now. Yes, Yes, for now. Well, because we're able to, if people are vaccinated and wear their masks, there's no need for lockdown. Okay, so so that's that's the rationale. The rationale for Biden, which again is not the rationale for rational people, but the rationale for Biden is we don't need a lockdown because we can get people vaccinated. Now, if people don't get vaccinated, or he also said wear their masks, if people don't get vaccinated. If people don't, second part of the question. I don't know why that decided to start again. But if people don't get vaccinated, 
and don't wear their mask and these numbers come up, which I'm not suggesting that vaccinations or wearing the mask is going to prevent these numbers from coming up. I, I feel like it's almost a given these numbers are going to go up. Um, just infections, just COVID infections with this new variant. It's going to come here and the infections are going to go up. The question then becomes, and I want you to think about this, I already alluded to this last break, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if they start pressuring, if they start calling for other lockdowns? You know, it makes you wonder. I mean, it does. We're getting here to the end of 2021. 2022 is an election year. Um, If they start off 2022 with a shutdown, and people are afraid to go out again, are we going to begin to screw around with the voting rules yet again to try to uh, help the Democrat Party in the midterm election, which they know, definitively they know without any doubt in their mind, without any question whatsoever, that they need they need help in these midterms. No question about it. Quick timeout is in order. Come back and pick up our conversation. When we get back, sit tight. Back in just a minute. So what are you going to do? I'm I'm on record here saying I'm not participating. Look, I get if people, um, if if businesses are are shut down and all that. Like, at some point, if there's nothing to do, there's nothing that a regular average citizen can do. But I just think that people, business owners, should. Put on their big boy and big girl pants here and be ready to fight this. If it gets to that, not predicting that it will. It is an election year. Well, we're moving into an election year. They know they're going to take it on the chin. If you don't think that politics has anything to do with it, this is not just about saving lives. It This is much more complicated and convoluted than that. You got things like, the Great Reset. I mean, there's so much with this. Government power and control, um, people trying to play a political game so that they can, I don't know, um, absolve themselves of any responsibility here. There's all sorts of games that are that are being played here. But there is nothing. Hear me say this, and you know this. There is nothing that Joe Biden, there is nothing that Dr. Fauci, there is nothing that any human being on this planet can do to keep this variant from coming here. And what we should be doing, not it's not just the vaccine. We should be giving people the ability to have access to actual medical treatments regardless of vaccination status. You know, you've seen some of these idiotic doctors who refuse to treat patients who've not been vaccinated. What a stinking joke. In fact, I saw, speaking of jokes, the Babylon Bee, Babylon Bee did some story. I saw it when we were out of town. Um, something along the lines of doctors refuse to treat patients who were not wearing their seatbelts in car accidents. And it's the same sort of, of course, there was all sorts of back and forth. Well, that's not the same thing. This can hurt you know, this doesn't impact that person, and uh, you're actually killing people if you're not vaccinated. I mean, we've we've lost our ever loving minds on on this. We've people are convinced that healthy people can make 
sick people or healthy people can infect people who are not infected, who are vaccinated. I mean, it, it is bonkers out there, right? Um, your vaccine doesn't, you know, does it protect you or does it not? I, it only protects you if someone else is vaccinated. I mean, at some point, the logic of this breaks down. They don't want to explain it. They just want you to comply. And look, I don't live my life like that. I mean, I'm a naturally curious person. And if you can't give me a good reason, I I mean, I guess if it doesn't have any negative consequence for me to go along with, with it just to avoid, I, I guess I would consider that. But you're asking me to inject my body with something that I personally know people who have had from minor to not so, I would say, very serious reactions to the to the vaccine. Allegedly, I mean, what they're telling me, I, I don't know. Anyway, I do want to play a little bit of this of this speech, and I do think you should get ready for that because I don't I don't think we're out of the woods. In fact, you can rewind, go back to the tapes from a couple years ago, and I remember people were saying if Biden wins the presidency, COVID's going to go away, and I remember saying that's that's possible, but these folks are love, power, and control, and I don't think we should look past the reality that they might continue to go along with this because they can do more and more things without people actually uh, really against the will of the people. And so that's still standing out there. That's still a possibility. And I, I hope, I hope that you, if they tell you you can't go out and go to the grocery store or whatever they told you, you know, you, you can't do this, they're going to shut down restaurants and all this stuff again. I do hope that people push back on this. I really do. This has been devastating to the economy, devastating to businesses, devastating to mental health. Look, I I want this virus to go away as much as anybody else. But the idea that we can totally ignore our, our freedoms, that we can totally ignore the economy, that we can totally ignore other impacts of this virus and the negative things that come from isolating people and shutting things down and locking people in their homes. My wife shared with me an Epic Times article where people in China are being welded in their, their rooms, barbed wire placed in stairwells so they can't get out of buildings. I'm not saying we're there, but folks, we're headed in, in that direction. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying we're to that point, but we're to the point where more and more people are saying, yeah, whatever it takes to force people to comply with this, I'm on board with. I can name names. I'm not going to do it. Um, per, people I personally know who are literally willing to throw away every freedom and right they have for this virus to go away, but that is beyond naive, beyond naive, just not the way that it works on this side of heaven, unfortunately. No matter what a president declares, uh, independence from the virus, as Biden did, it just doesn't stop it. I mean, it's just not the way it works. Quick time out. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. You know, I looked at the clock wrong last segment, so I'm not going to be able to play these sound bites. I'll talk about it in here in the final moments. I want to also mention the program brought to you in part by our friends at Smalling Masonry. Smallingmasonry.com. They do fireplace. Uh, chimney sweeps, and installations here 
in central Indiana. In fact, Gary, owner of the company, came out last year before we sold our place and cleaned our chimney and actually taught us something about, I've, I've shared this story before, how to use our, at the time, wood-burning uh, system uh, much more efficiently. Actually, it was used in a way I didn't think you were supposed to use them. And he explained that to us, and it made it much, much more comfortable in the house. I love that, oh, the warmth of that fire. So check them out if you've got a fireplace that needs cleaned here, especially as we get into the colder months. Maybe you haven't done that yet. Before you get too far into the fire season, maybe it's worth taking a look at. Smallingmasonry.com. Smallingmasonry.com. So in closing here today, I'm going to say the things that Biden said at his press conference were by and large the same sorts of it sounded it sounded like the same thing Trump was was saying, which is ironic because Biden said everything that happened with COVID was Trump's fault. And when he was president, it was going to go away. And so to that, I said earlier, it's not Biden's fault. But Biden stepped in and said he could fix this. Right? And this should be a lesson to everyone for everyone to see. The left the, the lovers of government, the socialists, the, the authoritarians, the folks that believe and love believe in and love government above everything else at the expense of anything else, they make these grandiose promises and they never deliver. They can't deliver because it's not the way we were created to live this side of heaven. They are not God contrary to their belief. So I will say that Biden, based on his own criteria should should be able to well should fix this if he actually did what he said he was going to do but he can't fix it and no one can this is just going to be something we have to contend with until this is actually um, you know it, it runs its course and there's just proper ways to deal with this and everybody's you know fine and can and can can withstand the the virus so anyhow gotta take a break Quick time out, my friends. Back here in just a minute. All right, my friends. Look out. Well, I'm just out of time, but I had to hurry last segment. The basically the gist of it is this: we're gonna have to deal with this until. Um, we reach either this herd immunity, um, the vaccines actually stop people from getting it, or, I mean, really, the other thing that's neglected, in my opinion, is just actually treating treating it and making sure that it, you know, I don't know, that seems like that's been ignored, or, or at least people who get it have been demonized um, because it's assumed that they didn't get the vaccine, which is apparently oftentimes the case, but not always true anyway and there's there's always problems too i mean flu kills people so i don't know if zero is a reasonable number to expect anyway i gotta go thanks for listening sdg see you tomorrow take care